going on, everybody? Welcome back to another week, another episode of Swing the Twig. It's a different voice you're hearing hosting the show. Uh, it's me, Anthony Colasano, along with Jeff Wilkinson. Today, uh, Dom and Tommy are not joining us this week, unfortunately. They are currently, as we are recording this, at Pittsburgh, uh, Pennsylvania, as they are watching the Pirates take on the Yankees at PNC Park. So, it's just the two of us, Jeff. So it's going to be a uh, pretty interesting show. You know, us two Yankee fans kind of just, you know, kind of talking it out about not only our team, but just kind of what's going on around the league. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just a little jealous, but, you know, someone's got to hold down before it. Yeah, so. yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because I was supposed to be like, oh, do you want to go? I'm like, ah, I would, but, like, it's that's a lot of driving. And, like, yeah, like, that's right after the holiday weekend. It's like, I don't think that's the best. But but we do have something planned for the four of us uh, potentially uh, mm-hmm. towards uh, the middle late July. Uh, so all of us might be going somewhere soon, and uh, who knows? We might be posting about it on our social channels. So be on the lookout for that. But Jeff, we'll kick things off as always. July first comes around, and we all know what that means. Yes, sir. Happy Bobby Bonilla Day, everybody. That yeah. oh so famous Mets contract. Yeah, so every year for now, I think until I think it I think it's gonna end in a couple years. He gets one point one million dollars from the Mets um as they deferred the contract, or I guess re reconstructed his contract to not have it be, I guess, paid in one lump sum. They're doing it kind of in chunks, which I guess it's a good thing for Bobby Bonilla because technically like he kind of never has to, or he never has had to work in these last like couple decades or the last 15 years. Cause he's getting a million dollars every year for just sitting on his behind and just chilling. Like he's kind of living the dream. So good for him. Yeah. I, I would love it. Um, he's get, he's getting paid that much until 2035. So we still got 13 years of this momentous occasion every single year. Oh my God! Oh, the Mets. Well, I guess I, I guess we'll continue on on with, with the Mets as they're starting to get healthy again. As you know, Max Scherzer has uh, come off the IL after missing the last eight weeks with an oblique strain, and obviously that is an injury that you don't want to mess with. As you know, when that happens, you have to make sure that is healed a hundred and ten percent because even if it's like you're like eighty percent, you could still re-injure it and then set yourself back even more. So. You know, he's back on the mound tonight. Uh, he's pitching really well. It's a scoreless game as we're recording the, the show. And Jeff DeGrom is rehabbing. Uh, the, target, the target month was July. We are in July. My guess is he comes back for that Subway Series. So with those two back, and I said they got to stay afloat, and if they do, they're going to be fine. At this point, if DeGrom comes back and they're still winning, I mean, I, I feel like the East is going to be a wrap for them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. And they – they could not be coming back at a better time for them. The Mets still have the whole, still have a hold over the division, but only by three and a half games. The Braves have been surging for the past month, month and a half or so, uh, slowly closing in on that gap. The Phillies have been trying to do the same thing, but with Bryce Harper out, it's going to be next to impossible for them to do that now. They're still playing really good ball. I just don't see it happening, especially with Scherzer and DeGrom coming back now. That should be the push that the Mets need to carry them late into the season, hopefully establish um, a- another sizable lead over the Braves and the Phillies and hopefully uh, run away with the division. 
Mm, yeah, because I, yeah, because obviously you know those two guys, Scherzer and Degrom, are kind of the core, you know, to that team. And you know, if they can have a pretty big lead going into September, I feel like it'd be best for Buck to kind of rest them and get them ready for the playoffs. If so, they clinch it with with time to spare because you know we all know Degrom's injury history hasn't been the greatest the last two seasons. Max Scherner has been a durable horse over the last decade, but he is older, so he is more prone uh, to injuries. So, you know, if he could just kind of just manage them and make sure that they're fresh for the playoffs, that's all that matters. And at that point, you just got to let them loose and just see how far you can go with this team because they can go far as much as I, I hate to admit it. You know, they are with those two guys there. They are World Series contenders without a doubt as they were going into the season, they were the favorites and obviously they are now, but with them on the team, they easily put themselves back in that contention with the Yankees and the Dodgers as, as the favorites uh, for sure. But someone who isn't the favorites in, you know, the East are the nationals. And I say this because their star slugger Juan Soto, who is not having the best season, I might add turned down, casually, as my friend says, it just casually turns down a $425 million offer from the Washington Nationals. I was like, yeah, I'm good. Uh, I think I can get more. And I was like, what? Like, how do you turn down that? Like, like that is a monumental money that we have never seen since Trout. We are probably never going to see that in any other sport but baseball. So it's like, why would you do it? I mean, Jeff, do you think he can get half a billion dollars? Do you think he'll be the first one to do it? Or do you think he has to put up an MVP season to get the money? He's got to put up an MVP season. It's as simple as that. He's he's trying to do exactly what Judge is doing right now. You know, Judge is gambling heavily on himself. And so far, it is paying off uh, very successfully for Judge. Mm-hmm. Um, not, not happening with Soto. You know, he's on a bad team. He's been struggling a little bit this year, as you've mentioned. You know, he, he's still a young player, so you would imagine he's going to come around and start playing like Juan Soto again. Yeah. But there's there's always that big what if, you know, maybe he doesn't, you mm-hmm. know, or, or maybe he does get some big injury and he severely regresses because of it. You obviously don't want it to happen, but it is a possibility. Yeah, and, and it's always kind of the thing where it's like, you know, obviously these guys want to get paid, but like, I feel like for me, and this is just me, when you got that kind of money staring at you at the face, uh, uh, staring at you like blank in the face, and you know, you he already has a ring, you know, what more does he need? It's more just like the money and kind of the accolades. I mean, I feel like you should take it, and I know he probably wants more more rings, and you know, I don't think he's kind of happy with what Rizzo and the Nationals are doing in terms of an organizational standpoint, in terms of how the team's constructed. So maybe that's why he's doing it. But I mean, I mean, I, I, I would take it. I mean, you're setting yourself up in your, in your family for decades upon decades, uh, mm-hmm. you know, with that money. And, and like you said, it's like, you know, what if he gets hurt and what if he's not the same or what if he continues to struggle because he doesn't have much support around him, which is probably why he is struggling. Like he doesn't have protection. You know, he doesn't have Rendon, doesn't have Zimmerman. So it's not, like people have to worry about the other hitters around him. They just got to worry about him. And so they either will pitch around him or they'll just, you know, or they'll, they'll just take their chances with him because they're not afraid of the guy in front of him or the guy behind him. So that also could probably 
account for his struggles at the plate as well. Yeah, it it might, you know, and it, it's always hard to tell, you know, is he actually struggling or is it because the whole team is struggling that his own struggles are just magnified that much? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, because that is true, too. It's like, you know, as much as he is struggling, it's like, all right, well, what, who does he have, what does he have to work with? And what's his real and also like maybe it's like, well, what's his motivation? You know, if you know, if you like, obviously you want to play hard every day, but it's like, if you know, like you're not going to make the pleasure, you know, like you're not going to do anything based on what you have around you, then it's like, yeah, you know, I, I feel like that's kind of what some players do nowadays. Um, so it doesn't, you know, it doesn't, it wouldn't shock me if that's kind of what he's thinking. Um, but, you know, hopefully for his sake, he gets half a billion dollars. We'll see. I mean, the thing he has going for him is that he is young and that, you know, when he gets hot and gets rolling, like he gets rolling. The power rankings came out again this week. Yankees are obviously number one because we are the best. Um, But no one from the AL Central is in the top 10 uh, for the power rankings. So, you know, what do you, what do you make of this? You know, I know we used to call the NL East, the NL East, not anymore. Um, you know, is the AL central kind of that division where it's kind of like a, a mid, you know, division, which I think it is. I mean, you got the Tigers, the Royals, um, what are the team am I missing? Tigers, Royals, the, yeah, th- those teams have. I mean, we we all knew the Royals were going to be bad. You know, everyone yeah. knew that going into the season they were going to be bad. I, had, tight, I had high the, hopes for the Royals. Like, I don't know. Like after I was watching like a, a thing with uh, with uh, uh, with Matheny, and I'm like, okay, you know, you got Bobby Wood Jr. You know, you get Asali Perez. And I'm like, all right, maybe this team could do something. Then they just like fall flat on their face. I'm like, you know, yeah, like, you, got, you guys kind of my sleeper team, and you guys are just like, nah. Like, thanks. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, at, at least they've had success in recent history, so the fans can cling on to that at least. But, mm. you, but you know, the, the Royals, they're in last. They're not doing anything. Everyone knows they're not doing anything at this point. The Tigers, you know, they they really tried this offseason to bulk up their offense. Um, it's done absolutely nothing so far for them. Uh, they're in fourth place. Um, yeah. only be o- only because the Royals are worse than them, really. Otherwise, they they should be in last place with how poorly they've been playing. Mm-hmm. Um, so they they haven't been doing good. The Chicago White Sox right now they ain't even cracked the top twenty. They are two games below five hundred right now, thirty eight and forty. They have been probably the most disappointing team this entire season. This was their division to lose. And not only are they losing it, but they're losing it to two teams in the in the Minnesota Twins and the Cleveland Redacted Guardians. Yeah. So, you know, it, it, it's pathetic, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, and, you know, you could say like, oh, well, you know, injuries are, are playing them, which is true. Like, I'm not going to knock that, you know, they have unfortunately got hit with the injury bug this season, but like, you know, they're just not playing good baseball. You know, we said it before about how, you know, you thought the whole Tim Anderson feud was going to light a fire under them. And it did for that one series against the Yankees. But other than that, like they haven't done anything and they're kind of just, eh. and I feel like it has to do with Tony La Russa and, you know, it's just everyone questioned that hire when it first happened. Like why, 
And like, why did he ever come out of retirement? And now look mm-hmm. at the team. Like, it's not, it's not doing well. So I definitely at the end of the season, cause I don't think they're going to do anything. Um, I feel like he will be let go and hopefully that'll probably help them, you know, get back to where they're supposed to be. Um, cause it is a good team. And, you know, you have Tim Anderson, who's kind of their face of their franchise. He's struggling a little bit. Jose Abreu is not putting up the MVP numbers that he did a couple years ago. You wonder if he's regressing because he has been in the league for a while and he did come in the league like older. Like I think his rookie season, he was 27. Like he was like he wasn't a young buck when he was a rookie. So you're like, how like, you know, when is his, you know, are we seeing the decline from him? So. It's all it's it's not looking good for the White Sox and neither for the Cubs either. I mean the Cubs stink too, you know. So <laughs> it's not it's it's not looking not looking too pretty. All Star Game is two weeks from today. Yep, and it is confirmed already that Judge and Acuna are both starters. Um, for their respective leagues as they should be judge obviously you know one of the most if not the most popular player in the sport right now acuna face the braves electrifying outfielder i mean i mean i mean these were kind of no-brainers you know acuna maybe wasn't really a no-brainer because like he came off the injury like how is he going to perform and he didn't start yep. the season you know on opening day but you know he he does what he does and you know he is kind of now the face of atlanta so Obviously, that fan base is going to rally behind him because they are loyal fans. You know, as we saw, you know, whenever Freddie Freeman kind of stepped to the plate and, you know, cried his eyes out. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, as he said, you know, Judge was a shoe in. You know, we all mm-hmm. knew he we all knew he was going to get in the All Star game, really, regardless of if he was doing as great as he is or just mediocre. He was going to be a shoe in just because of who he is. Um, but Acuna, yeah, I mean, I personally don't like voting for guys who have spent a significant amount of time on the IL to start the season. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why I vote for Acuna, but he's been doing really good since coming off the IL. He's hitting 287. He's got 16 stolen bases. Um, he's uh, He's got 32 runs right now, you know, so he... He's been showing up for the Braves, and he's a very big reason as to why they've been searching and really catching up to the Mets right now. Yeah, you know, and also too is like you know he's you know he's their guy. He has you know, and the Braves have him for a steal in that really team friendly deal because he is worth more than what they're paying him. And I feel like he just wants to just play. And at the end of the day, he just wants to play, and you know, obviously not having to worry about the the contract helps, you know, cause he's locked in for, I don't know how many more years, but you know, he will get paid eventually. But, um, you know, when you have him, Olsen, Swanson, I just saw a stat, you know, I was watching the game, you know, he is tearing it up 361, eight home runs, I think 22 RBIs or something along those lines in his last like 15 or so games. Like, yeah, like he, like he's tearing it up for them. So you're just wondering like, you know, like the Mets got to, got to really like, watch their back and, you know, come like the dog days of summer in August and September, when you start to play your division more, you gotta, you gotta really take those games seriously because that's going to make or break, you know, the, the person who's going to be the division winner and who's going to be fighting to be in the division series and in that wild card game. Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. So, 
But, you know, speaking of, you know, obviously we just talked about Judge, you know, one of the big things that's, you know, kind of circled around the league over the last week or so is his extended strike zone. Um, this was pretty prevalent, um, you know, against, you know, against the A's uh, last week. And it's just gotten to the point where it's, it's kind of getting ridiculous and you wonder, you know, when is it going to stop? I mean, it's like balls are kind of all the way at his, like almost to his ankles and they're getting called strikes. And you're just like, why? It's just, it's just unfair. His average has gone down 30 plus points in the last couple of weeks. And, you know, obviously, you know, he's kind of the lock to win the MVP because of kind of the historic first half he's having where the Yankees are in terms of seating. But, you know, 280 is like, it's like MVP, like, I don't know, you know, I, and, and we said this kind of right before we went on the air or we started recording, I should say is that, you know, if Trout and Otani, if the Angels were doing better than what they are now, like, Judge should be worried. Now he doesn't have to worry because, you know, the Angels are terrible, but, you know, it's, it kind of sucks that he just has this big strike zone and it's causing him to have, you know, a better statistical season, I used to say, because I feel like he is a 300 hitter. You know, he's just getting robbed at the plate by the umpires because they think it's their show and it's not. It's, it's, it, we're here to watch the players, not them. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, they're, I mean, you, you do have to give the umpires a little bit of leeway just because Aaron Judge is such a, a massive human being. So, of course, he's going to have a larger strike zone than most people. That That's a given. Mm-hmm. But they're they're act they're acting like this dude is Yao Ming or something like that, you know. They're they're acting oh, like yeah. he's a, they're they're acting like he's a basketball player up there, you know. Mm-hmm. It, it 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 it's getting ridiculous at this point, you know. And I know I know Judge wants to be that you know that that humble guy doesn't say much of anything, and I I love him for that, you know. I love that he has to throw temper tantrums like some other people out there, <laughs> Jackie. <laughs> But, you know, at, at some point, he's got to stand up for himself. And I think everybody, I think most people in the league and every single Yankee fan will support him when he finally does. You know, I think, I think uh, assuming this day comes, I think the day when Aaron Judge gets tossed out of a game for arguing balls and strikes, I, the Bronx is going to go absolutely nuts in his favor. And we're just going to love him even more for it. Yeah, and it's like you think of like, is that gonna happen sooner rather than later? Because like, you know, he, you know, obviously Boone stood up for him, stood up for him. I know he got ejected for it, um, but Judge wasn't happy. You know, he is. He, you know, he said to the umpires a couple times, like, you know, you know what, like, 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 what the hell? So at some point, I feel like there is gonna be a breaking point with him. You know, I don't know maybe not i don't know maybe he will keep his cool but like it is kind of getting out of hand and i feel like if the only way i think i could see him breaking is if it happens in a key situation in a big game mm-hmm. like let's say it happens in the red sox game in oh like yeah weeks. if that happens oh it's gonna be bad because or like that or an astros game yeah or 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 in the mets games you know in uh in a couple weeks um you know it's just you know it just sucks because you know, he has said on the record that he is, he wants to be, you know, an all around hitter. You know, he doesn't want to be known as a power hitter or a con or obviously or a contact hitter. He wants to do everything. He wants to be able to 
hit the ball 450 feet or pull the ball down the left field line or go the opposite way. And, you know, you know, you know, inside out his swing, which he can do, but it sucks because, you know, he's not getting the fair shake. And like you said, you know, his body type kind of puts him at a little bit of a disadvantage, but like the umpires do have to adjust a little bit. Like you got to kind of give and take, you know, so and like I said, this isn't their show. Like, I'm not here to see Angel Hernandez or whoever the hell's behind the plate call balls or strikes and be like, oh, my God, wow, what a call. I can't believe that was a strike when they called them. I'm like, I don't care. Just make it right. That's why robot umpires are coming because you guys can't get your act together. Like, it's, it's ridiculous. And did you also see that they also get, like, reports about, like, how they called the game? Like, after each game, they get, like, critiqued. Or something like that. <laughs> Apparently, it's not working. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm just like, if they get to Teague after every game they call, then why isn't half of these guys gotten fired or like gotten like been like told like, oh yeah, you know, yeah, you can't call the game. You're gonna be you're you're gonna be the first base umpire until further notice or something like that because it's just it's ridiculous. Like when I heard that, I'm like, that's other crap. Like mm-hmm. they like they, it's, it's that that's just that's just nothing. That's just all politics at the end of the day. For those reports, they still they're still gonna be able to freaking call games and kind of do what they want but you know hopefully the holy they resolve it and hopefully judge can kind of you know get get his average back up a little bit more because i hate to see it be as low as it is um because that is not the hitter that he is he is a 300 hitter and the 280 279 batting hours just isn't it for him Jeff, Kenley Jansen uh, on the aisle again, irregular heartbeat issues. You know, this is an injury or kind of, um, I would say condition, you should say more, that it's something that, you know, you should never take lightly. And, you know, it's happened again. I remember it happened with him in LA. It's happened now in Atlanta. Uh, you know, and we talked about this, you know, LaMarcus Aldridge, you know, he, you know, he He's in the NBA, plays for the Brooklyn Nets or has played for the Brooklyn Nets. You know, he had it and he stepped away for the game. Do you think that might happen with Kenley? He might have to step away from baseball to get this figured out. Or do you think that, you know, he'll have it under control because this is because this can become severe, you know, for him? Yeah, it, it it's getting to the point, especially at the point in Jansen's career, you know, he's he's starting to get into his twilight years. Now, you know, end of his career, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's gotten to the point where he's got to start looking at, is it worth it to, to keep putting his health at the lo- on the line by playing this game, you know? And, you know, I mean, he, thankfully, it sounds like he'll be able to, to come back next week. Um, reports are saying that July 12th, so uh, this time next week, he'll be able to come back. And start pitching again, which you know, good good for him. That's not going to be um, that's not that's not going to be for an extended period of time. But still, you know, he he's had this thing since 2011. He's had two surgeries because of it. Uh, once in 2012, and once again in 2018. So th- this is clearly an ongoing condition he has that's not going to go away on its own. And playing baseball is probably only going to make it worse. Yeah. In a lot of cases, especially in the high leverage situations that he gets put in on a nightly basis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's, I mean, yeah, you just can't mess with it. And like you said, the older he gets, it's like, at, at what cost is it, right? Because, you know, he's 
he's a world champion. You know, he was regarded at one point as one of the most dominant relief pitchers in the game a couple years ago. It's like, 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 is it really, is it really worth it? You know, I think, like you said, look at the bigger picture. Have you accomplished everything under the sun? I feel like for him, I feel like he has, you know, I feel like the big thing for him is, you know, I, I want to say he has 300, does he have 300 saves? Um, yeah, he's got 370 saves. Yeah. So maybe it's like, he's trying to get to that 400 mark, which might, he might be able to get to, but Hey, 300, 350, like you're, you're, you're an elite status as a reliever. So I feel like he's done a lot. So maybe if he were to step away from the game earlier than expected, you know, you know, he'd be regarded as, as one of the greatest and maybe not hall of fame worthy. Um, but definitely someone who was very dominant, you know, kind of during their time, but, you know, we're kind of speaking way ahead and just giving our, our thoughts and opinions, but, you know, he'll be back in July and hopefully it kind of it's all settled down and, you know, he could be an impactful player for the Braves as they're trying to make the push to kind of take the division away uh, from the mess. But the team that doesn't have their superstar and is in their division is Bryce Harper and the Philadelphia Phillies. And, you know, obviously we saw that he got hit in the thumb by Blake Snell and it was like a 95 plus mile an hour power fastball. And it just, you know, obviously when that hits your thumb, it's going to break. Like there's just no, nothing more to it. It's just, it, it, it's a piece, it's a, it's a, a bone in your finger that just doesn't have a lot of meat on it. And it's just a real, it's just that small to the point where like any severe contact like that, it's just going to break. So they told him, they said he was out six to eight weeks. The report is now that he's going to be back sooner than expected because this is Bryce Harbor, two-time MVP, a guy who literally like wears the game on his, on his shoulders and will do anything in his power to come back and play and help his team win. And, you know, he was their permanent DH until the injury because he partially tore his UCL in his elbow and he couldn't really throw. Um, obviously he'll probably get that, you know, taken care of, um, you know, in the offseason or, or maybe not. I mean, I remember, um, you know, Didi Gregorius had it done at the end of 2019, I want to say or 2018. And, you know, he, he wasn't ready until July of that following year. So, even, even for a position player, like, you know, it takes a while still, you know, obviously pitchers, it's a different story, but you know, it'll take him a while, but you know, do you think, you know, do you think he should rush back? Or do you think at this point, you know, Harper should just kind of just take his time and kind of, you know, just rehab or I'll throw this out there for you. And I don't think this is going to happen. Or do you think, do you think they shut him down? <sighs> it's, it's really tough to say right now. You know, they're 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 eight back at the Mets, um, as I said before, of winning the division, which is, you know, I mean, stranger things have happened, you know, so it's entirely possible the Phillies stay within it and Bryce Harper comes back and he gives them the push that they need to take the division. Um, if not get a wild card spot. Um, right now they are uh looks like three games out of it. No, I'm sorry. Uh, they're only they're only one game out of it actually behind the Cardinals right now for that third wild card spot. So even if they don't have a chance of winning the division, there's still a chance of them taking the wild card spot, which is going to be that that's going to be really good for a ball club that fired their manager within the first two months of the season. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I think if there's a chance that they can make the playoffs in any capacity, they will bring him back. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think they'll rush him back though, unless if there's a serious chance that they could beat the Mets and the Braves for the division, and I just don't see that happening. And there's no reason to rush him back anyway. So I think I think they're gonna you know take their time with him. Uh, he'll obviously want want to come back sooner than expected. He probably will. Um, by like a week or two, but I I can't see them shutting him down with how with honestly how good they've been playing even without him. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, the only reason why I was saying shut him down is because I was thinking of the whole the his his tear in his elbow, and you know, it's like, do you want him fully healthy, you know, for next year, or do you just want him like to get the stomach injury and just you know have him be your permanent DH because you know, with him having to be the DH, it kind of leaves the team at a disadvantage of being a defensive liability, you know, in the outfield with Schwarber and Castellanos and their infield Mm -hmm. isn't that great either. So it's kind of like, you know, what do you do? So that's my, that was my only thing. But like you said, and I just saw too, yeah, they're one out of the third wildcard spot. I mean, they're not going to do it. I was just putting it out there just to put it out there. um, Just because I know that, you know, it does take a while for that tear to, to recover. And for the fact that, look, they have him for the long haul. They send that massive 13 year deal. I think he's got, I think 10 or nine more years left on that contract. He's going to likely retire with the organization. It's like, you're going to want him uh, healthy for as long as you can. So you get the best value out of the deal. Um, and obviously the goal for them is to win a world championship with him. Um and it's just, you know, at, at this point with the way the team's constructed and how they're doing and how other teams are doing in their division, it's like, will it happen? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, e- even just looking at his timetable to return, I don't see it happening. You know, he's already, he's already been out for a, what, like one week, two weeks at this point already. So, yeah. So even let's assume he gets set back by a couple of weeks and he doesn't come back until the start of September, which would really be pushing his timetable back like two, three weeks or so. But mm-hmm. let, 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 let's just assume it takes him two and a half months. That brings him at the start of September. If they shut him down, that's a whole extra month that he's not playing. And, you know, it, it's not worth it to not play a guy for the last month of the season, regardless of how you're doing, just yeah. to just to preserve him so he doesn't get hurt again. I don't think it's worth it. Yeah. We'll see what they do, you know, and hopefully, and hopefully he kind of just kind of takes his time because obviously, you know, his trainers and the organization will probably say one thing, but he'll probably want to do another thing mm-hmm. just because of the guy that he is and um, kind of what he knows he could bring to the table uh, from an offensive perspective, unfortunately, not from a defensive side because he'll still be their DH. But to wrap things up for this week, fantasy updates. I got clapped last week. Um, we bo- we both got clapped, Anthony. Yeah. Neither not, not neither one of us did very good. Uh, thankfully, we don't have to hear it from either Dom or Tommy right now because they're in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. But you know they. They still won. Um, Tommy finally started paying attention to fantasy. Um, he, <laughs> he, he, he was beating even Dom this week. That's how good he did. So Tom, Tommy just had a really good week, and Dom is Dom. You know, he just keeps rolling along right now. 
So right now, Dom's got a Dom's got a forty-five point lead on me, and Anthony, you have a eighty-two point lead over Tommy right now. So thank you, know, you Scherzer. <laughs> so you know there 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 might be a little bit of a might be a little bit of a revenge week this week. Um, this little divisional matchup happening right now. Um, mm-hmm. As as I speak, eighty-three points now for Anthony. Yay! There we go. So, yeah, hopefully, yeah, because I mean, with Scherzer, Scherzer coming back, that definitely helps, um, helps me out. So, you know, you know, we'll see. You know, and and, and I know they keep saying, oh, like, um, you know, or not, or more so, like you and Dom have like the best of best records, and yet you guys are in the same kind of division. But I don't think, the, I don't think that matters anymore. I think it's still like even you two used to still make the playoffs. Like me and Tom would still have to duke it out, or something like that, right? Yeah, yeah. It, everybody's available uh, for the playoffs, and yeah, it it's going it's going purely based off of how good your record is. It's not going to be like head to head divisional matchup. Right. It's more, it's, yeah, it's like a conference based uh, seating for the playoffs, uh-huh. which is how, it's how it should be, right? It's like, because I, I do basketball for ESPN and like we're in divisions, but we're all, there's also a big conference with the whole league and that's how it's been. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I kind of assumed it that way, even when you didn't talk, even when Times was telling, oh, like, you know, it's going by division. I'm like, oh, I don't think so. I think it's just there just for there. Like, honestly, like, I don't know why they have the divisions quite honestly, but it doesn't mean anything. It's like, what, there's nothing to brag about. Wow, you won a division. whoop you do Like, ooh. Yeah, exactly. Like, it doesn't, it doesn't mean anything. But, um, yeah, I think that's, uh, I think that's kind of all we got for, for now. I mean, Jeff, you have anything else to add? I think we could kind of wrap it up and, you know, we'll have kind of, hopefully we'll have the full squad back this Thursday. Um, you know, obviously time will definitely be back. Uh, in the hosting chair, you'll hopefully Don will join us uh, if he doesn't have OT for work, and and yeah, we'll have the whole crew back, and it'll be it'll be fun. We'll have hopefully we'll do uh, trivia. Do you guys do trivia last Thursday? Uh, yeah, we did do the trivia last Thursday. Um, we did. Yeah, that's right. We did. Um, who who was the first team to win back to back World Series? Ooh, is it that? Was it the A's? It was not the A's. No, we're going. We're going pretty far back, but the the A's are a good guess. Yeah, um, I was just thinking. They, yeah, yeah, they they were the second team to do it, but there was a team to do it before then. I wow. I, I I can give you the year, and I'll probably give it away. They didn't get it with the year, but you'll. I think you'll get it once I give you the years. What is it? 1907-1908. Was it the Black Sox? No, not the Sox. What? The White Sox oh. won it the year before. I was gonna say the Cubs, but that's not right either. No, it's the Cubs. Oh, it is the Cubs. Yeah, wow. it's the Cubs. Yeah, they they won back to back before going on their curse. They beat the Tigers both times. Wow. Huh. Yeah, it's not it it it's not a team you would think of just because you know that they you know they have to curse. Yeah, but, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, I was like, hmm, because I'm thinking like because oh, 100 years, 2016. I'm like, oh wait, yeah, no, that makes sense. I don't know why I was. Yeah, my math was way off in my head when I was thinking about that. Wow, 
Oh, God. See, this is why. Thank God I'm done with school. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why. Because I saw 20 and I'm like, oh, 19 years. Oh, no, that's 90 years. Then I'm like thinking now, like, wait a minute. No, that is 100 years. That's 100 plus years. Whatever. Uh, oh, well. But anyway, but yeah, we'll have trivia next week. The whole game will be back. We'll do bro of the week. All, all that fun stuff. And, you know, like I said, there's likely going to be a trip with the four of us in the future. Uh, so definitely be on the lookout for that. But that's going to do it for myself and Jeff Wilkinson, Tommy and Dom. Enjoy Pittsburgh. Hopefully the Yankees pull it out. And we will see you guys on Thursday. Take care, everybody. Hey, thanks so much for listening to the Swing the Twig podcast. If you really love this show, please give us a five-star review and be sure to subscribe. If you have any questions, comments, thoughts, or concerns, email the podcast at swingthetwig at gmail.com. If you want to follow us on social media, go to our Instagram at swingthetwigpod, or you can go on Twitter at swingtwig.